1: Good morning. It's Monday, November 25th, and you are listening to the College Football Daily, a 24-7 sports podcast dedicated to catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news, oftentimes within 15 minutes or fewer. On Mondays in November, Trey, Scott, and I look ahead to the Tuesday night release of the College Football Playoff Selection Committee's new Top 25. This will be our, I guess, our penultimate Top 25 before the playoff field is announced. So the big top-line takeaway from this week's games and what it means for the playoff rankings is obviously the fact that the Oregon Ducks lost. Oregon had been ranked number 6th with Utah, the other Pac-12 contender, close in behind. So Oregon obviously eliminated from contention here. And then the broader question for Utah and the Pac-12 is, you know, does this weaken the impact of Utah potentially winning the Pac-12 championship game to the point that they might have some trouble sneaking in the back door, getting that fourth and final spot in the, in the playoff.
0: Yeah. Utah's potential lone top 25 win has now lost a lot of luster. Who knows what the committee will do with the ducks, but the coach's poll, just knocked Oregon out of the top 10. So that looks a lot different. Uh, the, if Had Utah or Oregon, you know, one of the two, six and seven beating each other at that ranking, that holds a lot more water than beating number 10, number 11, because that's that's Baylor territory. That's Auburn territory, which is important considering they're going up against an Oklahoma or an Alabama for this bid. I think now what Utah has to do is put on a show in the Pac-12 title game with all of, you know, it's a Friday night game, all eyes on, all eyes on Utah. It's almost a, an introduction to the Utes for most of the country who has not paid attention to this team because we've been paying attention to Oregon. Oregon has the, the brand and the profile, but we have not, unfortunately, been paying attention to Utah as much. You know, I'm sure the committee has a little bit, but, yeah, this is, it was, it was a t- tough outcome for the Pac-12. So this.
1: If if the Pac 12, you know if this does end up costing Utah that fourth and final playoff spot, it is to the benefit of some other team. Is that a second SEC team? The options would be Georgia and Alabama. And, or is that the Big Twelve or a Ohio State team that lost to Minnesota? So the the we we've got a few different possibilities here. Um, I guess let's start with Alabama. I mean, Alabama didn't – I mean, they played Western Carolina, so we weren't really going to change our opinions about Alabama based on this weekend. But, I mean, how – I mean, we're going to – Alabama. so Alabama was five in the last rankings. Oregon was six, so – Theoretically, this takes a little bit of heat off of Alabama in terms of a team potentially moving up ahead and then kind of projecting forward. One of LSU and Georgia is going to lose. Uh, Likely, it will be Georgia. Um, So, I mean, does Alabama have enough juice here with a big showing against Auburn to sneak in?
0: Alabama has to... Yeah, they won 66-3 to against Western, whatever. Who cares? Alabama has to put on a show... And Jordan Hare. Mac Jones has to look competent. You know he can't be ten for twenty uh, with a Najee game. This has to be Mac Jones showing that there is not much drop off at all from Tua Tungo-Vailoa because the committee committee does take injuries into account and will only put Alabama in the top four if it believes this is the Alabama of this entire season. So Alabama needs to win uh, by by a nice margin against an Auburn against Auburn, which is. That's tough. Uh, Auburn has a tremendous once-in-a-decade defense, so that's that's a that's tough. This, oh God, I just I I don't. I had talked myself, Connor, into Oregon getting a nod over Alabama, and now I just like I woke up today, just like feeling confused about all of these different hypotheticals. Georgia, if it wins, is going if it beats LSU, will be in the playoff. So will LSU, and maybe that makes everything easier here because. There is just not that much of a difference between Alabama, Oklahoma, and Utah at this point in my opinion I, I
1: i it'll be interesting to see what the committee does with georgia i I feel pretty confident they'll keep them at number four but i I think you could construct an eye test argument definitely not a resume argument that Utah should be ahead of Georgia but uh, you, I, I don't think you could construct that same argument for the fact that they sh- Utah should be ahead of Alabama, but I, I think it, but that complicating that is Georgia is right now in front of Alabama. So I think the most we could see Utah move up here and, you know, they just be a bad Arizona team. So not really a whole lot of specific reason to move Utah to up, but they're probably going to move up to six. Uh, behind them, Penn State loses. So I think we're going to see uh, Oklahoma move up to 7, Minnesota move up to 8. Is that kind of generally how we're thinking that this fills out?
0: Yeah, I guess when you start to – did yeah. Oklahoma at 7 puts it in an interesting spot because it has two top 25 chances left to move up really three spots, I guess, because LSU – I think Oklahoma's still still in this. I, I would like to see the Sooners start winning games by a more impressive margin of victory. They have two weeks ago bl- nearly blew a lead against Iowa State, needed a two-point conversion to win, but they outplayed the cyclones. Last or Saturday night, they beat TCU by four, but were killed by two turnovers. They had that comeback against Baylor, which I gave them credit for rather than you know, h- held it to their detriment. Oklahoma has a chance now to finish with, I'm counting in my head, four top 25 wins. Okay? So Oklahoma has four top 25 wins. Alabama, one. Utah, if it beats Oregon, one. That, and that's, that's, I guess, my argument for Oklahoma. But I can play devil's advocate and say, but the eye test has Oklahoma s- sneaking by all these games. Right. Utah is pounding people. But then I'm like, but who's Utah playing? Right, and then Alabama, I'm like, well, this is Alabama. This is I trust Alabama to give us a good playoff game, but then I think, okay, but it is Mac Jones, right? And maybe Mac Jones gets hot against Auburn. Does that mean he's going to do it two more times? I don't know. Uh, the Alabama's defense, are they susceptible to being blown out if their offense doesn't hold up their end of the bargain? This is tough. This is this is the toughest. And, Maybe, maybe again, maybe everything will be made easier by Georgia beating LSU. But this is, I think this is the toughest decision the committee will ever have had.
1: It will be interesting to see what the committee does with Oklahoma this week and then next week because, I mean, if Alabama beats Auburn and does it somewhat convincingly, we're going to find out how much the committee values that Big 12 championship game. And I I feel like Oklahoma beating Baylor in the Big 12 championship game is like, I have a hard time seeing how that, just like on the merits of just like considering it as a game, not a Big 12 championship game, but just a game. Like Uh it's hard for me to see how you would – have them leapfrog Alabama because of that. Um, But like given the fact that it's the big 12 championship game and we're supposed to use conference championships to kind of tie break for us in situations where I test is, you know, we we have reason to call I test into question. Um, You know, we'll we'll find out how much they value that because like just as a game, uh, Alabama beating Auburn by 20 is, you know, I, I don't think that's reason to, like, move them down.
0: Well, they valued the conference championship quite a bit in 2014 when the Big 12 got jumped, so I can guarantee you um, there is going to be a lot of noise from from that part of the country if Oklahoma doesn't move up. I, I, I see your point, though, about, and we're, I think, you know, maybe we're making some some assumptions about what the committee will or won't do. But let's say Oklahoma moves up. Again, to seven, because Oregon and Penn State lost. So Oklahoma's at seven. Yeah. Next week, it has Bedlam. Oklahoma State's number 21. Oklahoma State won, won on Saturday. Didn't look great against West Virginia. Did it with their backup quarterback. So let's say Oklahoma gets, gets a win against number 21, Oklahoma State. We don't believe that that would move Oklahoma next week, do we? Right. Like, okay, you beat number 21. You're not jumping you're not, not Alabama, you're not jumping Not over Alabama. Maybe right, Utah. No. Maybe Utah. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Uh, as a, All right. As a
1: res- accumulation of resume points, you might. Okay. I, definitely not eye test, but the committee okay. seems to well, slightly favor resume over eye test. So,
0: Right. Okay. So, maybe you jump up one. You're right, though. Like, Oklahoma moved up one spot last week for beating what was then the number 13 team in the country, Baylor. So then you're going to have to – I think the point we're all arriving to is run up the score in your next game. Oklahoma, take Baylor as far as you can take Baylor. Utah, just embarrass Oregon. Alabama, do your best to run up the score against Auburn, although I think that's the most difficult of all of these run-up-the-score scenarios given Alabama's got a backup quarterback. And again, Auburn's defense is scary because we're going to be we're going to be picking picking these three teams apart like crazy in the next few weeks. I do gosh, like you're right. Is the committee going to go congrats on your win against Baylor. You're jumping the Alabama Crimson time. Yeah. <laughs> to to Alabama to Alabama's detriment, it will have it will be off that week. So yeah. maybe recency bias comes into play. Another argument I want to make if the SEC insists, if it insists on doing Cupcake Week, don't do it now anymore. Dude, I, I understand you know a nice little break before you head into the Iron Bowl and what you thought would be a Conference Championship Week, but they lost a really nice data point on Saturday. That look, if if they had just played this Cupcake game, I don't know, like if they had finagled that earlier and played even even just an FBS team. Or a Power Five team, or an SEC team, just reworked the schedule to where Mac Jones has more than one Auburn game. So let's say, like, let's say this had been Tennessee week, or I mean, Ole Miss. That that, that would matter. That would matter to me um, as far as the stretch run goes.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah. But, like, I guess a counterfactual example would be uh, maybe Tua doesn't get hurt last week, and then, man, Western Carolina is a great opportunity to kind of rest Tua before you've got Auburn. So it can kind of cut both ways, I guess. Um, You know, as always, it'll be interesting to see kind of, like, the back ends of the top 25, where, where teams move, who, like, loses a top... 25 win i i guess with usc beating ucla the the trojans will continue to be in the top 25 perhaps even i don't know if there's a whole lot of opportunity to move up
0: uh with teams ahead of them winning uh but and their regular season's over so usc is locked in as a top 25 mm. win or a loss for utah okay usc is locked in locked in
1: yeah i guess there will be jockeying for new year's six bowl position but outside of that I don't know that we'll see a whole lot of fluctuation in, on the back end of this thing. Uh, anything else we need to add here? Yeah.
0: We need to talk about the race for number one.
1: Oh, yes. Yes.
0: We need, to, we need to talk about, and I would more appropriately title that the quest to not be two. Because, hey, Clemson at three, I'm not so sure Clemson is. I pff, They're not going to move Clemson up to one because of the resume, but... There's a general consensus growing that Clemson's maybe the most complete team in college football. So you don't want to play Clemson in the semifinal. So who gets the number one spot and gets to play that number four team who we're all all talking about? My take is that Ohio State eventually claims that spot with two more ranked opponents to go. Who knows how high Michigan jumps after that Indiana win? But if Michigan can get into the top ten, that would be nice. Uh, Minnesota is already a top ten team, so Ohio State would probably like Minnesota to be its representative or its opponent in the Big Ten title game, since it already did beat Wisconsin. I think Ohio State ends up taking that number one spot, despite the fact that LSU is going to have a chance to beat the number four team.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think you're I think you're probably right. I th- I I look at what. I I, Ohio State definitely made added a significant resume item in beating Penn State. I do think they eventually take over LSU. Whether that's this week, I mean, I I, I'm not sure. But I I look kind of looking ahead to next week. It'll LSU playing Texas A and M. I think will be really interesting, especially seeing how their defense holds up, especially when we just had Texas A and M play Georgia and Georgia delivered such a dominant defensive performance at the least in that one. And so as we kind of stress test LSU's defense and kind of kick the tires and, you know, uh, check the horse's teeth and everything that'll be important, I think in determining whether LSU holds on to this top spot. And then obviously LSU and Georgia will go head to head in the, in the SEC title game. And, and that'll mean even more, but
0: um yeah. Yeah. It's like LSU has all of these impressive wins, <clears throat> this, you know, quartet at of one of, of teams at one point ranked in the top 10. I think though, number one, especially this year should symbolize completeness. And, and I think Ohio state embodies that as far as dis- a discussion between these two teams. I think the committee will recognize that. And I'll tell you, I think this would be a convenient week for the committee or next week to go ahead and move that up. Um, yeah, because you're comparing LSU versus Arkansas to Ohio State versus Penn State, and then you're going to do it again, LSU versus unranked Texas A&M, as Ohio State plays Michigan. So if it's going to happen, it's happening either this Tuesday or next, because I don't think... I, you know, If it doesn't happen then, then, then when would Ohio State jump LSU? So it's not like the committee didn't at one point think Ohio State was the best team in the country. In the first rankings, they were, and then LSU gets the win... Uh, over Alabama in Tuscaloosa. So, you know, there's some fluidity there, and I think it matters a lot, um, obviously, to be number one this year. And I think Ohio State is deserving of that title.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably right. And, yeah, LSU being number one feels, for some reason it feels like so much more of a fixed thing than it is, but you're right. Like, Ohio State was very recently number one. And I think that the win over Alabama obviously added so much to their resume, but in consecutive weeks here, Ohio state has the potential to add wins over Penn state, Michigan and uh, Minnesota or Wisconsin in the big 12 championship game. So, I mean, given the way things have been going for LSU, you know, getting wins, but kind of giving up a lot of yards and points. I, I think you're right. I think it,
0: it's uh, it's it's a matter of time for Ohio State, and especially if Alabama gets into four, they're not gonna the committee's not gonna do a semifinal rematch. So LSU would play Clemson anyway.
1: All right, well that is going to do it for today's episode of the College Football Daily. If you appreciate what we're doing, we ask that you do one thing this week to help spread the word about the show. Uh, if you need a suggestion of a thing you could do, leaving us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts would be perfect for trey scott and our producer Tony levitt i'm connor tapp and we'll see you on tuesday morning for the next edition of the college football daily